Okay, guys, the strangest thing is happening to me today. At the time of recording this, I have just flown back into New Zealand. If you've been following me on Instagram, you'll know that I've spent the last two and a half weeks swanning around the United States of America. I went to California, was in LA, I was in Vegas, I was in Lake Tahoe, Yosemite, and then finished up the trip in San Francisco. And I had an absolute ball of a time. But I flew back into New Zealand after a 13-hour flight. I landed at 5 a.m. New Zealand time, and it is now 2 p.m. New Zealand time, and I'm, I'm thriving. I don't know what's wrong with me. This does not usually happen. I have unpacked all of my suitcases, bar my carry-on backpack, which is just a little bit of a mess and it needs cleaning. <laughs> but I have put a load of washing on. I have packed away the suitcases in the wardrobe. I have made myself a healthy lunch. And I have almost cleared my inbox down to zero messages, which never happens with me. My inbox is just notoriously always full. <laughs> so I'm having a very, very productive day. And what's kind of funny is I have not felt this feeling in quite some time. And I wanted to mention this because today's podcast episode is all about mindset. And we love talking about mindset if you're new to the Dishing Up Digital podcast. I say we like there's more than just me. It's, it's usually just me on the podcast, <laughs> but I love talking about mindset. And one of the things that I kind of hinted at in my kind of finale episodes of the year where I reflected on my income and my goals, I, I hadn't set any goals yet for 2024. And I feel like the last few weeks, all I've been seeing on Instagram is New Year's resolutions, like hitting the ground running for 2024, like people launching straight into projects and I even had an Instagram stories reminder like one year ago today come up and that was when I was launching my book and and the new year energy just missed me this year I was like no screw it I'm tired I don't even want to think about goals for next year you know I was very much in still the reflective space when I recorded those two episodes for you guys and I really enjoyed that but other than that I've been very much like I don't want to you know, crunch numbers. <laughs> I don't want to do financial forecasts. I just want to chill. And I just wanted to share that at the beginning of today's episode, because I'm going to throw a wild guess out there and assume that I'm not the only one. Sometimes those really ambitious goal setters, those super driven people are just very loud at this time of year. And I want to be that controversial voice that's throwing out there into into the noisy world of social media and be like, hey, actually, it's okay if you haven't done a vision board yet. Like, it's okay if you didn't have your 2024 goals sorted on New Year's Eve and you actually just wanted to go have a glass of wine and completely switch off like me. And what's been really cool about today is getting a little bit of that energy back and a little bit more of a, a pep in my step, if you will, and feeling really inspired and motivated and really thinking about those 2020 goals and planning out the rest of my week and the projects that I'm going to be working on this year. And I expected to do nothing today. I was going to sloth on the couch, read my book, watch The Crown on Netflix and eat junk food. Like That was my plan. I was like, oh, I'm going to be jet lagged. I'm going to be so tired. Even though to be fair, the, the time difference between here and California is only like three hours. It just as this weird, we cross the international dateline thing. So we lose a whole day. So the jet lag isn't too bad. It's not like when I went to the UK and it's a full 12 hour switch, which is super gnarly for your body, <laughs> but it, it hasn't been too bad, but I really didn't expect myself to be in this headspace, to be in this mindset 
ready to tackle 2024 yet. And it was just something that I, I wasn't feeling this year. And that's okay. And the reason I also wanted to share this is because this is the beauty of giving yourself permission to rest. Just let things go. You don't have to have everything sorted out. And when you release that pressure and give yourself a couple of weeks off, like what I did, where I was just traveling, I was doing an hour or two of work a day. Most days I was doing nothing and I would look at emails and be like, I don't care, that can wait. <laughs> I can wait another two weeks. So sorry if I didn't reply to your email, by the way. I was, I was really busy skiing. Sorry, not sorry. But by doing that, I have now come back with so much more energy and a lot more clarity around what I want to do with my business in 2024, which was kind of lacking in December. I've found that little bit of passion and excitement. So if you are someone who's struggling with this time of year and the new year, new you vibes, uh, maybe this is just a sign that you can take a break as well. Or maybe this is me giving you permission <laughs> if you need it to take the load off and take that pressure off to have everything figured out because I feel like as humans, we do that a lot to ourselves. And the reason I wanted to touch on this is because we are, as I mentioned, diving into mindset in today's episode. I feel like I've done so many technical episodes on the podcast recently. We've talked about Instagram strategy and I have some more technical uh, paid ads and paid ad management strategies coming up, some episodes around that topic coming up on the podcast. So stay subscribed, stay tuned for that. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to touch on my old friend mindset. And in particular, something that I'm seeing in my community a lot is how much your mindset impacts your ability to book clients. So that's what we're going to unpack today. I hope you're excited. Keep listening. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. So the mindset shift that I want to talk about today has been a very impactful one that I've experienced myself and I don't believe it's something that I've really talked about on the podcast before but I'm seeing a lot of people in my community struggle with this recently. I'm seeing it hold a lot of people back and I know firsthand the power and the impact that it can have in your business when you break through this mindset shift. And the funny thing is when you start to talk about mindset you really start to realize how everybody is often in the same boat. Like a lot of students that come into the Dishing Up Digital School, one of our early modules is all about limiting beliefs, unpacking all of those thoughts, those negative thoughts going on in your head that are holding yourself back from running your business successfully. And so often the limiting beliefs are the same. People are like, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough experience. Um, my clients are going to find out that I'm a fraud. 
or they're going to think I'm a fraud, I'm an imposter. A lot of people believe they need a university degree or they need social proof, like they need 10,000 followers on Instagram before they can book a client. They believe they have to work for free, they can't book paid clients or they can't book clients for over $200. Everybody comes in with these limiting beliefs and it's kind of refreshing when you realize everybody's in the same boat with you. And one of the sneaky common limiting beliefs that I feel like slides through sometimes and people don't pick up on it is this fear of the unknown. Now something that I used to say all the time to myself when I was first getting started and trying to book clients for my social media management side hustle was this little phrase and I'll I'll throw this one out (laughs) quite often sometimes as well still to this day but the phrase was that's future Ellen's problem to figure out. I was really good at throwing myself into situations and not letting fear control everything or letting fear take the wheel. I was really good at being like, hey, I don't know how this is going to work out. I am not going to know the answers to all of this client's questions and I'm probably going to screw some things up. And things are probably going to go bad for some of my clients. You know, worst case scenario, things can happen. But future Alan is just going to figure it out. There was a sense of trust that I believed whatever problem was thrown at me, I would be able to face that and overcome it and figure it out when it happened. Now, on the flip side, what I see a lot of social media managers struggling with, and maybe what I struggled with in my past side hustles when I did wedding videography, when I had an e-commerce business, is letting that fear take the wheel. So what that looks like is often I'll get students, especially in the Dishing Up Digital School, obviously I'm in that community the most, so (laughs) that's where I see it, but I know a lot of people struggle with it. But an example would be someone coming to me and being like, hey, What should I do if a client asked me to take on their paid ads as well as their Instagram management because I don't have experience working with paid advertisements? And when I start to unpack this question with the student a little bit more, I'll realize that nobody has asked them about paid ads. This is just a fear, a potential question out of like millions of potential questions that a client could ask them that they've come up with and their brain has latched onto as a potential problem. This is a limiting belief showing up in the form or in the, in the disguise of what feels like a real life problem or what feels like a valid concern. I also get that question all the time of, Ellen, what happens when I'm going to be logged into more than five Instagram accounts? What, you know, Instagram doesn't let me have more than five accounts saved in my login info. When I ask the person more question, more questions, it usually turns out that they only have three clients. So they're stressing about something that hasn't happened yet. Another example, again, I'm, I'm really calling a lot of you out in this episode, I know, but stick with me. We're going we're gonna to overcome this. But another common one will be, oh my gosh, what if a client doesn't pay my invoice on time? And again, I unpack this and I'm like, well, you don't actually even have a client yet. Again, this sounds so brutal, but some people really need to hear it. If you don't have a client yet, You shouldn't be worrying about your conditions or policies for how to 
collect that late payment or adding late payment fees. And again, these are great things to have in mind. You know, watch a video where I talk about late payment fees, where I talk about contracts to prevent late payments, where I talk about how you set up your systems and your processes so that you're not doing work before you're paid. There's lots of little things that you can learn about. But it's when people fixate on these problems and they're throwing question after question at me for scenarios that haven't even happened yet and may not even happen. I did not have a client miss an invoice for, I want to say, their first 10 months. I would say the entire time I was side hustling, it was only once I went full time. And I'm going to blame that on the fact that there was a freaking global pandemic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I could understand some of my clients being a bit late on their invoices. But even then, it's not something that occurs very commonly in my business now. Like it is an odd occurrence. And I've had students who have unfortunately been through bad experiences where they they don't get paid or something goes wrong with a contract or a client just flicks, flips the switch and becomes kind of a little bit cray cray and we need to get out of there and it gets messy with invoices and payments. But on the flip side, I've also had a huge majority of students who've never had a problem with this and have totally breezed through this world. Yet there's people getting stuck on this question, stressing about it when it hasn't happened yet. So do you guys get where I'm going? with this train of thought, with this episode. It's great to be curious, to ask questions, to learn, but you need to watch out for that limiting mindset, that limiting belief that's sort of sneakily getting into those questions and turning them into fears and using up all of your brain concentration and focus onto these fears and potential outcomes. When you should just be putting yourself out there and adopting that attitude of, Future me can figure it out. I believe whatever the problem, there'll be a solution and I can figure that out. Because right now I'm focusing on writing a really good email pitch or I'm focusing on finishing up my sales PDF, my services PDF, so that I can send this out to potential clients in the next two days. Those are the students who go on to be successful. The ones who get stuck in the question phase, who are coming up with all of these potential future problems when they're not even booking clients yet, that is where we have a problem. That is a massive roadblock that I see time and time again with new social media managers. My favorite dishing up digital school students and those who are listening who have done my program, you know who you are. <laughs> they are the students who will come to me and be like, shit, Ellen, I got this new client and they want me to do X, Y, and Z. What do I do? And then we problem solve, we figure it out, we pivot, we move through it, we make it happen. Those are the students who are learning really important entrepreneurial skills to think on their feet, to problem solve. I always have thought that entrepreneurship is just problem solving. <laughs> so it is really great to be developing that skill early on and to be tackling those problems. But it's such a clear difference to me from those people who are trying to create problems that don't exist yet. And although it might seem like such a simple thing, it's what I'm seeing is stopping people from booking more clients. If you are sitting there feeling frustrated about your work, about not having enough clients, not getting enough response to cold pitches, feeling like you're not hitting the, your income goals, anything like that, take a step back and evaluate that mindset. Evaluate where you are spending your energy. Because I can give you all of the tips on how to write the perfect pitch how to make a really irresistible sales PDF, how to approach the right businesses, how to book high ticket clients. You can listen to all of those practical strategies all day long. 
But if you are still sitting there with that problem of fear and not being able to get past any of those questions, if you're constantly spending all of your time and energy creating fake problems or future problems in your head and wanting to answer them straight away, that is when you're going to be sitting there in a few months time further down the track and still be in the same position in terms of no clients coming in. If you want to take your social media management side hustle seriously, or if you're a full-time social media manager already and you're wanting to go to that next level, you need to take a serious look at your mindset. And I really do think the new year is a really nice time to do this. And I'm tempted to record another episode a little bit later on in January, February, maybe February when that new New Year buzz wears off a little bit and maybe we can unpack together some more practical steps to overcoming a limiting belief and overcoming a negative mindset. But for today's episode, I really just wanted this to be a little bit of a wake up call, a little bit of a kick in the butt for those who are hiding behind questions. Those who are wanting to achieve great things in 2024 or who have big, ambitious, juicy goals, but they're feeling really far away, I just want to encourage you to gun it. I just want to encourage you to figure things out as they happen and not to be so scared of situations that haven't even happened yet. And I fully believe if I hadn't adopted this mindset, I wouldn't be where I am today. Even now, to give you guys a little bit of a hint about the new year goals that I'm working on, I am developing a new program, a new Instagram group coaching program that I'm really excited about. I am going to be like beta testing it with some of my Dishing Up Digital School students. So if you are a student of mine already and you're listening to this, I'm going to be sending out some emails as well. Um, But I'll be looking to get some beta testers on board in February. So if you're keen, message me. But I'm really going back to this attitude the same attitude that I started with when it comes to tackling any new projects, even however many years, five years down the track from when I first, first started with my side hustle. It's the same attitude of, hey, I want to make this awesome new Instagram group coaching program. I want it to be the best, most transformative results driven program for service providers ever. I want it to be the best in the business, but I'm just going to start small. I'm just going to dive in feet first And I'm actually just going to figure it out as I go. This is a program that I'm going to build with students, which will be really exciting versus sitting tucked away in my office, theorizing and thinking about possible outcomes and thinking about what my audience wants. Instead, I'm just going straight to my audience and I'm like, hey, work with me to build this program. You're going to get the free experience and I'm going to build the course with you. And then we're going to bring in some paid customers. I'm seeing a lot of people launching courses at the moment and This is something that I do work with, with my private students. If they're wanting to scale their business, if they're wanting to generate more revenue streams, I always say, if you're new around here, I've got the the split between my business of my agency and then my digital products. And I think it's the best thing in the world. I think it's a brilliant way to scale as a social media manager without having to go down the full agency track. If you don't want to do that, if you don't want to have the office with all the employees, but you want to have the the creativity of working with clients with some of the passive revenue. It's a great combination. And I'm seeing a lot of other social media managers and service providers also going down this track. And it's great to see, but I'm seeing many make the mistake of getting too caught up in their own head, crafting this perfect thing, worrying about questions and future problems and trying to solve all of those things while they sit there in their office by themselves. And I think there's no better way to learn 
than to learn by doing, whether that's you going out and working with a client for free, working on a discount just to get things under the way, or whether you're like me taking on a beta group, doing a bit of like audience research. The key thing is you're taking action, right? You're not just sitting there thinking, wondering, theorizing, crafting, you know, potential packages and prices or crafting a potential curriculum for an online course. You're actually getting out there and you're making moves. And I really think that should be the theme of 2024 for all of us. It's all about making moves. One of my favorite coaches, Rachel Rogers, and her book, um, We Should All Be Millionaires, which I've talked about a lot. It's my, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite business books. She talks all about making money moves, which I love. And the whole concept is like, okay, what are the things in your business that's actually going to shift the needle and make you money? What are your money making moves? So I think we all, myself included, need to adopt this more for 2024. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. These are kind of my favorite to record. I love talking about the technical strategy, but I also just love waffling <laughs> and speaking from my heart. These episodes, if you couldn't tell, are completely unscripted and probably a nightmare for my editor to piece together because I just ramble and talk and then pause and think for ages and then jump back in. Uh, but I love it. And I really do think when you do the inner work, your business on the outside will really benefit and will really grow from that. So I will chuck some links down below to some of my previous episodes where I've talked about mindset, therapy, all of those kind of things and how that's impacted my business if you want to have a little bit of a listen to those as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the Dishing Up Digital podcast. We upload every Monday and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye guys.